Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially independent. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and start to live the life they truly desire. Get ready to be uncomfortable. It's not easy to unpack our thoughts and behaviors, but we will learn so much about ourselves in the process. I'm super excited for you to join me on this journey. Let's do this. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about me for a second. I am somebody who likes to know all the answers. I like to know exactly how something is going to go. So there are absolutely no surprises. I love to have control. And for those of you who know me, I am a planner. I would absolutely love it if I could just predict exactly how my day is going to go and I could anticipate everything ahead of time. If I did that, I could actually factor in specific times to feel different emotions. Like if I knew I was going to feel frustrated or sad at a certain time, then I can prepare for it, which would make my life so much easier. I won't react as much if I can predict it, right? But of course we're humans and we never know when things will happen or when we're going to feel a certain way. And that is a huge challenge for me that I'm still learning to deal with. Kids have helped me to be not so regimented, but I'm still not exactly this loosey-goosey, go-with-the-flow kind of person. Why am I sharing this all with you? Well, I've been feeling very emotional lately, which for those of you who know me is nothing particularly new, but it's like all the time throughout the day these days which is actually really stinking inconvenient for me. I could be driving my kids to daycare and all of a sudden I just hear something on the radio and I start crying. It's honestly just throwing me off because I'm not prepared for it. (laughs) So both my husband and I have been feeling pretty anxious these days with everything going on in the world and stuff going on with our families and our own careers and our own kids. And I've noticed that when I'm off, which seems to be a lot of the time lately, My kids are too. And they feed into our energy and pick up on it. And how do they handle it? The only way that they know how. They might throw more tantrums. They might fight with each other. They may be more difficult in general by refusing to eat dinner or brushing their teeth or whatever it is. So I've started to think more about how people, especially kids, because they're so vulnerable, absorb the energy that you put out, we put out, anybody puts out. But kids don't have the same coping mechanisms that adults do. They process all of the ups and downs in their little brains by being defiant or throwing temper tantrums. Um, I mean, like literally throwing themselves on the floor crying, which I personally think deep down is what we all want to do sometimes. But that's not exactly socially acceptable. So here I am going to Target and eating handfuls of chocolate chips right out of the bag. I use whatever feels good to me to avoid the feeling because I wasn't taught that feeling these big emotions is a grown-up thing to do. In fact, 
in our culture, I think feeling big emotions is often just equated with acting like a three-year-old. I am so happy that the concepts of unlearning and reparenting are so mainstream right now because I grew up thinking that grown-ups are supposed to just suck it up and be okay with feeling really painful and difficult things like disappointment, grief, anger, resentment, fear. And I certainly wasn't taught ways to manage these big feelings. Um, We have all these amazing tools that are available to us right now, right? Like breathing techniques, tapping, meditation. There's so many more. But we didn't have that as kids. And so I just came up with this idea in my head that I just had to flip a switch. One day I just got it to be a certain age and I just flipped a switch and all of a sudden I was now able to process and handle all these really hard feelings. But the thing is, in reality, grownups don't just suck it up. We don't even really deal with it. What we do is just find other coping mechanisms for how to handle all these uncomfortable feelings and hopes that we'll all just go away. And for me, one of my big coping mechanisms is shopping. So in the last week, I have gone to Marshall's three times because I felt overwhelmed. And at the time, I didn't know what to do. All three times, I've gone into the store needing absolutely nothing, but thinking, actually hoping that I will find whatever shiny new object is going to make this feeling go away. When in reality, I end up just walking through the store totally aimlessly. And now that I have more awareness than I have in the past of what I'm actually doing and why, I realize when I'm like halfway through the home decor clearance rack that I'm doing this again. And then I end up just walking out. But again, here I am sitting in the car with this empty feeling and just saying to myself, what am I doing? What am I doing? I don't feel good or proud of myself because I just walked out of the store like a grown-up and saved myself from spending $25 on something useless. I still feel totally overwhelmed like I did before I even went in. What this has taught me is that this emptiness that I was feeling is not going to be filled with a bunch of stuff that I can buy at the store. So then my brain started wandering again back to my kids. Maybe they know how to manage their emotions better than we think kids do. Maybe we got to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Maybe they are just so freaking smart and we don't even give them credit for it. Kids are so real and raw and just gut-wrenchingly honest. We often just dismiss them or think that they don't know as much as we do. But I completely disagree with that. I think kids know way more than we do because they haven't bought into the world telling them that they can't yet. They haven't learned to suppress their real selves yet. They haven't yet bought into the cultural expectations of how they should be or act. In all honesty, I think if instead of aimlessly wandering the aisles at Marshall's looking for things that I don't need, If I just lied down and cried for a few minutes when things started to get intense, I would probably feel a lot better. Like instead of immediately planning something to do to make it go away, because that's how I was taught, right? To just make, just make plans, just 
do something to avoid this feeling and it'll go away. But if I just sat with the discomfort for a while and felt it really hard, maybe that would help. I recently heard this phrase and I think it's so spot on. Emotions can't hit a moving target. If we never stop or slow down enough, we can't actually feel it, which may be fine for a few times, but it's not going to help over the long term. If you don't feel it, you can't truly heal it. So it's inevitably going to come back to bite you. And by that, I mean, it's still going to get in your way. You're still going to go through the same cycle again, probably next week when these same feelings come back. There's so many articles and books out there on how to teach our kids about money. I agree that at some point it'll be helpful for them to learn the basics of saving and budgeting and whatever. But for now, when they're little, maybe we should focus on what they can teach us. When things get hard, kids tune into their bodies. They may not be able to articulate it, but by acting the way they do, they're asking for what they need, which is usually just a hug or somebody to, to be available and hold space for them or to talk through it. When I was growing up, temper tantrums were discouraged. Granted, it was the 80s and it was a totally different time, but my parents just didn't want to deal with the screaming and the crying. Parenting looks a lot different these days, but what if we just let ourselves yell and cry and hug and feel all the heavy emotions as we're experiencing them, regardless of what they're about, because that doesn't matter. What if we just stopped going for the cookie when we think we deserve something, right? Like we think we deserve a cookie because we just sat through a really difficult meeting at work, or we just made it through the day with our kids and we survived, right? Um, what if we just didn't scroll through Amazon or Instagram when we're feeling totally overwhelmed or we just fought with somebody in our family and we just need an escape? So many things that are swirling through my head right now. It's just kind of, my mind is blown a little bit. But I, I just want to leave you all with a powerful message that it is okay. Whatever you're feeling right now, which is probably pretty heavy because that seems to be the big theme of this last year, it's okay. Let's start to normalize taking care of ourselves, feeling our feelings, and finding ways to cope that feel good to you. And so what if that is totally against what culture thinks we should do in a certain situation? Do what feels good for you. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. If anything in this episode resonates with you or somebody you know, please feel free to share with a friend. And it would be awesome if you could write me a review because I've said this before, the more reviews I get, the more people I'm able to reach. You can also follow me on Instagram at money isn't scary. Thanks so much.